Everybody's talking about equity, but nobody knows the meaning of the word. We're going to hopefully get some meaning to that word today. We're here with Joseph Davis, who's an alum of the school and superintendent of the Ferguson Florissant School District in Missouri, who was going to share with us all of his wisdoms and learnings from his whole career and especially the, the past few years in Ferguson. Uh, Dr. Davis, welcome to the EdCast. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate it. So have you thought much about the, the title of the Ask With Forum that you're going to be a, a participant in this afternoon? Everybody's talking about equity, but nobody knows the meaning of the word. Do you agree with that statement, and where do you go from there? Well, you know, I think I have thought about it quite a bit. Um, you know, everybody's talking about equity, but nobody really knows the meaning of the word. Uh, you know, so for me, um, it is, you know, thinking about what kinds of um, things are in front of students, right? Like what kind of supports we put in place. Um, to make sure that every child gets what they need. Um, and so often we confuse equity and equality. Um, and I think we have to be clear about when we talk about equity, what kinds of things are we referring to? And I specifically focus on student equity um, and the access to uh, the kinds of supports. Um, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, for, uh, for example, students who are in high school, uh, having been a high school math teacher and having access to AP courses. And those students, um, you know, not necessarily getting access to the courses, but the kind of preparation they got to get there, right? And the access sometimes doesn't occur so early on that they never get to the AP courses, even the honors level courses. And so what kinds of things are in place early for students so that we create uh, the kind of environment where all kids and all means all get access to the kind of learning uh, that gives them an equitable or uh, opportunity and and so I often think about you know what does that look like for me and my work in Ferguson Florissant especially on the heels of the Mike Brown uh, shooting and um, the, the the court decision and and even some of the things that have happened since I've been there um, and so there's a lot of work to be done and I think that we have to have the right people at the table having that conversation those people who, who make those kinds of decisions I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you to kind of just share with our listeners a little bit about what it was like being superintendent in Ferguson Florissant uh, school district uh, what what being in charge of the schools yeah there is like and some of the questions and some of the challenges and some of the strategies yeah. that you've learned yeah. and the wisdom that you've gathered from the experiences that you just referenced so what it what it is like is um, you know I'll first say that uh, I'm not from Ferguson Florissant area I'm from North Carolina so I don't uh, purport to be an expert on the Ferguson way uh, and I I'm always respectful of uh, the, the notion that you know people from Ferguson and Florissant experienced um, the Mike Brown shooting in ways that I couldn't have because I wasn't there but now being there I live there I live in Ferguson my family does my son goes to school in our district um, and being the leader there now, I see myself as a learner also. So I often try to learn from the experiences of those who are there, what they experienced, what they went through, um, especially students. And I try to spend a lot of time in schools. Um, I understand teaching and learning uh, well. And to me, some of my best work, I think, was when I was a principal uh, because it helped me to see the value in having quality teachers in classes, having the kinds of structures in place so that all kids get not just access to, but get a good, a great education, right? Great teaching every day. And so for me, it is uh, understanding those systems that are in place now, what needs to be done differently. And that's what I try to do, be a champion for uh, creating 
um, the kind of environment where adults uh, who are high-functioning adults uh, with lots of capacity and who don't mind building more capacity are in place to help students. And so being there has been amazing because the world sees it through the media. Um, and I saw it through the media also initially, which is why it, it, it piqued my interest to learn more about, you know, some of the things I saw that didn't fit. Uh, for example, the amount of support that the local community puts into public schools. Uh, locally put a lot of resources there, uh, but then on the other side, performance is low. I mean, even, you know, you look at the demographics, I mean, it's largely African-American, but there's still, a, a, I think, a, a significant white population there, too. Um, and, and, and so when I think about all of that, I'm, you know, being there now, I see it differently um, because it's not what the world thinks it is. Certainly there's some issues there, issues of race that have to be dealt with. Uh, we have some awesome groups of students who are having conversations around race and equity, um, and their voices are being heard what their experiences look like. Uh, so for me, being there now, living there now, leading there now, I learned there now too. And because I wanna make sure that we create the kind of environment uh, where all students get the kind of education that gives them choices. Um, and which is why I put my son there because there are good schools in our community. All of our schools can be great. Uh, There's some that do pretty good right now. All of them will do a lot better because we're putting great people in place. I think that being a learner and still maintaining it yourself as a learner and not someone who stops learning just because you've sort of reached a certain point in your career is really, really important. Um, sort of from a logistics and from a leadership standpoint, um, when when you do have the, the national spotlight on, on your community, as the leader of the school, what is the role of education, the role of schools, and in terms of you, how you frame and strategize what it is that the schools will do to help the community and to allow, you know, if the light is being shown on this community, what role do schools take place? Uh, what role do schools uh, participate in helping that community conversation happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think schools are the foundation of a community. And when people move to new communities, one of the first questions they ask is how are your schools? And so I think it's really important that schools take the lead in uh, engaging in the conversation, even leading the conversation around uh, community building, um, you know, race, um, because a lot of what happens in our communities are a product of what happens or doesn't happen in our schools. So our teachers, uh, our principals, uh, our students are engaging in that conversation. Um, you know, the, uh, the egg has been cracked. Um, you know, the race issue is on the table. Somebody's life was lost. Uh, there's still issues of race, not just in Ferguson, but all over this country, but we have the light on us. And what have we learned from it? That's a Ferguson report, and uh, Youth at the Center is one of those four uh, prongs that has emerged from the learning uh, in that process. And so we have to be clear about what it looks like for our students to first uh, engage in the conversation, but to grow from it as well. What kinds of things can we learn? Hey, you know, it, it, it's, it's no secret that uh, the students who are at the bottom are African-American students and largely African-American males. So what are we going to do about it, and what does that work look like? And then educating not just um, the community at large, but specifically our parents on how they are a crucial part of that, I think is really important. Uh, so I see my work as the leader. I see myself as a lead teacher. Uh, how do I help communicate that? And so I listen a lot. Uh, I learn a lot, and then I try to be thoughtful around how we respond, uh, because it's easy to want to say, this is what we're all to do because this is uh, what did not work. 
um, but you have to be in the middle of it. And being in the middle of it now, I know communicating it to the public in so many ways, especially parents and students, is crucial to this way forward. Dr. Davis, uh, I know you're going to have to go and give your big talk at the Asquith Forum very shortly, but you are uh, an alum of the Ed School. Yes. And, and, and I'd have to ask uh, about your experience here and how that's helped you oh, yeah. in your career. Mm -hmm. and, and you were part of the Urban Superintendents Program. Yes. You got your master's, you got your doctoral degree here. How, how did what happened on your, on your time here in Ap on an Appian way uh, help you moving forward with, with making the sort of tough decisions that you're making right now as superintendent? Yeah, you know, it, it, it validated for me in my own head, not for someone else, but for me in my own head that what I, what I know and understand matters. Um, I went to a predominantly black school, North Carolina A&T in Greensboro, North Carolina, for my undergrad degree, went to ECU for my first master's in EDS, and then came here. And Harvard is the pinnacle, right? Like, this is, you know, one of the best schools in, on the planet, if you will. Um, and I, I felt um, that uh, could I measure up was one of the questions I asked myself when I came here. And when I got here, I soon learned that what I learned has value and I learned at even deeper levels because there were so many other people who were like me or different than me and we sat at the same tables and engaged in the same kinds of conversations about particular issues and it helped me to grow in ways I never could. Social learning, if you will. And I got that here Pro, I, you know, could have gotten it elsewhere also, but I got it here, and it made me feel really strong about my convictions, you know, strong about my beliefs, uh, my identity, who I am, um, and that what I've experienced can help others. And so that's what I take with me every day. And so I got that here. I'm, I'm, I'm so thank, uh, thought, uh, thankful for uh, uh, what I learned and, and, and more in writing my dissertation, how to uh, frame issues a lot better, how to write about issues a lot better, uh, and how to uh, listen a lot better so that we uh, lead by learning. Uh, last question, and we, we are by no means the mainstream media, a podcast out of Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> so this won't get heard by everyone, but um, what is it that you'd like people who don't live in Ferguson, people who don't know the, the pulse of the schools and the children and the community uh, to know? What, what would you like to share from right, right from your heart and your yes, soul? Yes, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I want people to know that uh, Ferguson is a great community. Florison is a great community. Uh, people there live and learn and love like anywhere else. Um, I, I hadn't heard about Ferguson until this incident happened. And, 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 and what I can characterize, how I can characterize the people in the Ferguson Florison community is that they're Phoenix. Uh, like the phoenix they rise from the ashes of the issues that have happened in the community um, and i'm so um, honored to be a part of the community because they've embraced me made me feel like i am a part of the community my family my son who's in our schools um, and i am fully committed to that work and what i think people ought to also do is to learn a little bit more than what they just hear on the news uh, when you hear Ferguson, then certainly everybody begins to think bad and negative, and there's some great things that have happened, that are happening, and that will happen going forward. Dr. Joseph Davis, very proud to call you an alum of the Harvard Ed School. Thank you. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening.